0: Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast, we're airing tonight at 7.45, I'm so glad to be joined by everyone who's listening. Um, I sent out a notice, we were briefly joined by Tracy, who was just popped in and popped out. Um, So, I wanted to spotlight an examination, just a careful distinction that needed to be made about U.S. natalism. Now, The pro-life movement seems to be racking up a lot of legal wins uh, for their cause. But they've been joined or kind of, you know, they could be hobbled by a potential um, really motivated cult of natalists. And when I say paleonatalists, I mean these are people who have multiple wives they have very atypical um, you know, I'm not saying that you can't live the way you want in America that's that's really not where I'm going with this what I'm saying is you can't do things like have sex with 14 year olds and act like R Kelly and build a church around it and you know knock up you know 14 year olds and think that that's okay uh, and there's a lot of these people managed to amass a bunch of money they develop packs they uh, finance and then they get involved with other pro-life movements and uh, they kind of amalgamate around this quiverful movement now quiverful if you want to have a large family great more power to you but telling other people they should have a an enormous family and you know kind of making that public policy well you, you know that's not different from what the Catholic Church did back in you know the Roman ages they're like well we want you to just overbreed regardless of what happens to the quality of life of the people that you're you are bringing into the world you know we're in an economically de- recessed time people can't find baby formula um, there's a rational argument for kind of, hey, you want to slow down until things are a little bit better before you, you know, do some advanced family planning, before you bring in a kid into the world, you want to make sure you can actually provide for that child and, you know, raise it to success, okay? People are careful about their offspring, uh, but throughout human history, there's all kinds of barbaric things that have happened to children. You know, they they've been abandoned and less left in ice flows, they've been cuddled with a rock because they were inconvenient. So um, so there's all kinds of things in human history that have been totally barbarous towards towards children and the argument is that abortion is, is, is terrible barbarism. We have absolute means to to support all of our children. You know, maybe Elon Musk does. Maybe Elon Musk has, you know, infinite resources to raise, like, an army of children. Great. Okay. Go do it. Uh, but everybody else who has to live with hyperinflation, recession, baby formula shortages, and everything else, you know, can't be expected to think that this is the optimum time to breed and breed lots of children. Um I think you know the pro-life movement and the natalism movement are really pushing it right now um I would say that encouraging women to to not abort is is a is a thing that they will do um encouraging women who don't share their faith to not abort well that's kind of like a gamble you got 5050 they'll either do it or they won't and then women who are opposed to their beliefs you know well, that the, the percentages shrinks far further, you know, if they are atheist and if they believe that they have the right to abort their child at, at will, then then they've already lost those people. So th- there's not going to be a conversion in that sense. You know, there's reasonable women who can be talked into, like, well, you know, maybe you can adopt or maybe, you know, you can work something out, you know, that sort of thing. You know, and, and then preserve the life of the child. But you know, bring it A life into this world is is like a really big deal it takes a long time to to bring a child to full adulthood and even people who are dedicated to doing so do a crappy job and end up with screwed up kids so you know if you have children you know I, I mean you should be supported you should really be you know supported But there is a contingency and a faction out there who really are kind of kneecapping and undermining uh, the pro-life movement. And it's these weirdo natalists who are saying, yeah, let's preserve life in the case of like, okay, well, I'm going to have this extramarital affair with a 14-year-old. Which isn't going to be an affair because I raped her because she didn't know any better and a pregnancy was produced as a result of this and oh well you know well we should just hang on to that kid because I'm the father and the kid you know is a minor and maybe is under the control of some weird cult so maybe just maybe it would be time for the pro-life movement to say Let's kind of let's kind of just push away the PAC funding from the Josh Dugars and the um, you know the Utah cults of you know Mormon splinter groups that happen to be you know amassing massive welfare fraud you know and having serial incestual families um, you know. And knocking up daughters as as young as ten, okay? Can, can we can we at least not take their money? At least denounce what they're doing, denounce rape, denounce extramarital affairs where you know you you go off, go off the marital reservation there, and and you know screw around, you know, because I think that that's fair game. If you're gonna misbehave with a woman who's not your wife, whatever happened to this, to that child is your fault your fault and if that woman decides to go free-range and call it an abortion and go take care of that pregnancy in the way that you wouldn't choose well unfortunately you went off the reservation and that's just that those are the breaks, man don't screw around on your wife and then they won't abort your kid that's it I mean if you're gonna do something immoral with an immoral woman and have an immoral relationship you know it makes it makes an immorality cocktail that you would have a pregnancy that would end up in in a result that you didn't choose so uh so i just wanted to like get that off my chest and just invite a few more people to come talk that 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 because you know it's ladies night you know like i said in my premise here is that you know, margaritas and shoe shopping can wait another 20 minutes. I can at least get this off my chest and say, I am really grossed out by this. I have learned some things that I cannot stand about the politics of the pro life movement that are really, really grody. Just, just awful. Let me see if there's anybody else in here other than Joe. So. Let me pull up some of this this natalism stuff I I mean I'm okay with you know doing whatever you need to do but there's a point where you're asking you're asking a lot from people who don't you know in public policy okay you're asking a lot from people who pay taxes to support Josh Dugers like you know voluminous incestuous families okay because they will do it every time Utah is the dictionary picture of what can happen if natalism goes rogue and breeders are fully supported indefinitely in America to do whatever and I just don't believe we should pay people to have children in America because the way our I don't know our 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 country's history is that we have these weird cults you know and if they can learn to to kind of breed and pull in more money they will do it I mean the the same type of people who would say you know yeah let's do this are in the Republican Party and while they would castigate somebody for going on the on the public dole and being in the projects and having ten kids in the projects, you know, they're they're not going to castigate somebody in Utah for doing this. So I, I think that you know, there's just a there's a time and a place where you say let's not use the taxpayers' money to support a breeding program for Americans what i would like to encourage you to do instead is make childbearing more i don't know just make it easier you know why don't you fix the economy why don't you make it so less punitive for women to you know have a baby in the way that you know every time a woman goes into like maybe go get prenatal care or uh You know somebody wants to take something from her like like DNA or data you know it's a humiliating process you know to become a parent is like this crippling humiliating process that maybe it wasn't 15 years ago 10 years ago seven years ago now it's extraordinarily difficult like when you come in the door you can't just be somebody who's who's pregnant there's there's gonna be a lot of different things that are being pulled on you, including, you know, a data economy. You know, it's like a lot of other things that are introspecting into your world. So I see Lindsay's with us. Lindsay, would you like to get up here and talk about any of this? Because I feel like I'm kinda losing my mind a little bit. You know, there's a lot of people out there who are saying, Yeah, let's breed ad nauseam and get the government to pay for it as public policy and these are the the natalists but most of them are kind of cult members who would do things you wouldn't ordinarily do and so we're talking about forced you know deceptive pregnancies there was a uh, there was a Netflix documentary called Our Father where a guy who was part of this quiverful movement actually took his own own semen and it inseminated paying women who brought their husbands sperm to the clinic to to be you know in vitro fertilized with their own you know family's situation there and this guy said no no it shall be my sperm instead and then he did a switcheroo, and then over 60 children have been um, produced as a result of this fraudulent practice. This one Indiana doctor, uh, who was part of a quiverful cult, offshoot or whatever, produced at least 60 and counting. Now, 23 and me managed to discover. The discovery was made through 23 and me. So these people wanted to say, you know, like I don't really feel like myself. I don't know who I really am. So they they processed their their data through this this research firm, which is, you know, I, I feel really bad that they had to discover this this way. Twenty three and me is is okay. Uh you know, good things have come of it. Some crimes have been solved, but it's not um, <laughs> it's okay, Let's see. you have to come talk. <laughs> you know, 23andMe is okay, uh, but you do have the option. So I want to at least uh, talk tomorrow about that edge of it. Like, you know, cataloging DNA and that sort of thing, and Whitney Cummings, you know, playing dummy and saying, like, well, you're just not cool unless you register your DNA with 23andMe. And I think that that's stupid. There's laws against, you know... Spraying your DNA information out ad nauseum, so they're trying to get you to write away your uh, rights so that they can license the information. But that's a totally different thing. Anyways, Twenty Three and Me was used to just to track down genetic histories, and and these siblings, these genetic siblings, discovered each other in this um, documentary called Our Father, and you get into the the mentality of the guy who's who's done this he's he's produced like 60 over 60 children from reproductive fraud as a doctor he's he's violated the oath of his his commission and you know they, they could have been other people's children like like other men had had come forward and, and said I'd, I'd like to to do this properly with my wife but you know there's just obstacles so we're going to a doctor to get this done that he replaced his own sperm and it's a fraud so these poor people took him to court and it turns out he's a part of this cult this quiverful cult and so that the, they kind of got together and said this this guy the way he thinks and this quiverful movement is is damaging they're really damaging um, you know a certain level of morality you know, to breed at any cost, to be deceptive in your mission to to impregnate women is uh, is kind of one of those psychological problems. There there is a certain type of person that that kind of gets into a mentality that well, I'm going to be deceptive and impregnate a woman, and so. If anybody would like to kind of jump up and and talk about this, anyone other than me, it's <laughs> just because I want to talk about it doesn't mean everybody else wants to talk about it. So let me find some kind of pronatal or and well, there's there's two. And Putin apparently is an is a natalist. So he's had a, a quiver full of kids, you know, with his um. I don't know, I don't think they're they're married though. I don't think it really matters. I think I've talked about that once before. Putin's family values. He he divorced his wife and then he has been with the same woman for at least seven years. And you know, he's had like a like almost like five, six, seven kids with her. So he he believes in in breeding a lot you know there are people out there that want to have a lot of kids that's not the issue you know if you're able to raise your kids and, and and finance your kids that's okay too you know it's just that there there are cults and packs that are or, organized around this this natalism movement that are really scaring the crap out of me And the fact that they're funding the pro-life movement and the pro-life movement won't stop taking their money Uh, really bugs me a lot because the women who would never choose this for themselves uh, are kind of out they're out of options so Lindsay says I think it's fine for people to breed a lot but not through fraud and I'm gonna say I really agree with that as well my thought is that if you breed with somebody deceptively or or you breed with someone in a statutory rape or you rape them or you commit incest, then whatever happens to your offspring is in the wind. You know, if they go abort the child, I think you should expect it um, because you didn't do it the right way, but not everybody's gonna agree with me. I'm just hoping somebody will get up here and talk about what they think other than myself. So I, I don't have to walk this plank all by myself. So there's a wiki Wikipedia entry in here on natalistic politics. Some countries with population decline offer incentives to the people to have large families as means of national efforts to reverse declining populations and incentives may include a one time baby bonus or an ongoing child benefit payment or tax reductions. Some impose penalties or taxes on those with fewer children, which is ridiculous. Some nations such as Japan, Singapore, South Korea, and Taiwan have implemented or tried to implement interventionist natalist policies, creating incentives for larger families among native stock. Immigrants are generally not part of natalist policies, and that is a very interesting idea. Immigrants are generally not part of natalist policies. Hmm. Paid maternity and paternity leave policies can also be used as an incentive. For example, Sweden has generous parental leave wherein parents are entitled to share 16 months paid leave per child, uh, cost divided between both employer and state. Books advocating natalist policies include what to expect when no one's expecting, by Jonathan V. Last Um, and then they cite Russia and Hungary so I don't know what what do you think what do you think we should do so the kungsang people in southern Africa do not practice birth control whatsoever they're like no way no no birth control whatsoever Glad he was here he's like I'm not I'm not getting in this he didn't want to touch it he's ah! gonna hang me out to dry guys <laughs> let me see here oh look so under the quiverful article there's a there's criticism here okay criticism from other Christians and criticism from other, former quiverful adherents. so let's just read a little bit about that James B. Jordan maintains that while children are indeed blessings, they are only among a wide range of blessings God offers. And prayerfully choosing foci among them is part of prudent Christian stewardship. John Piper's Desiring God ministry has published some comments that relate to Quiverful. Just because something is a gift from the Lord does not mean that it is wrong to be a steward of when and whether you will come into possession of it. It is wrong to reason that since... A is good and a gift from the Lord then we must pursue as much of a as possible God has made this world in which trade-offs have to be made and we cannot do everything to the full fullest extent that's that's actually a Pauline principle you know just because you can doesn't mean you should um, for kingdom purposes it might be wise to not get married and for kingdom purposes it might not be wise to, or it might be wise to regulate the size of one's family and to regulate when the new additions of the family will likely arrive. As Wayne Grudem has said, it is okay to place less emphasis on some good activities in order to focus on other good activities. So that's kind of a grounded. Some criticism from other former quiverful adherents some women who have left the quiverful movement are now vocally critical of it. Vicki Garrison spent 16 years living the quiverful life- lifestyle and had seven children before leaving her husband and ultimately becoming an atheist. Oh my God. She told Vice that her health was negatively affected by so many words that over time, her husband became a tyrant. Garrison founded the blog No Longer Quivering, to share her own story and the story of other women who had been harmed by the Quiverful lifestyle. The blog is now maintained by Suzanne and another former Quiverful adherent who describes her years in the movement as disastrous. Likewise some children who were raised in the Quiverful have grown up to speak out against the movement. In 2018, Eve Edinger and Kieran Darkwater started a podcast podcast called Kitchen Table Cult, in which they discuss their experience of being raised quiverful and connect the ideology to current events, such as the election of Donald Trump. In a 2015 interview about their upbringing, Ettinger said that the quiverful families, the parents are just as confused as the kids, often are struggling with deep-set psychological issues and need as much therapy and compassion as the kids do to recover from the dehumanizing reality of trying to have a perfect, quiverful family to please a demanding and holy God, and I think it's it's a lot. It's just a lot to make people breed a lot when they don't want to breed. It should be a choice. It should be like, mm, you know, I don't I don't want it to be public policy. So Lindsay has been pretty active since I've been blah blah blah, and she says a clone. Is only a time displaced twin, and yeah Epstein wanted a little mini mes of himself and also how is this not eugenics I think eugenics is only really wrong when the government does it okay is that I tend to think that think why it is necessary or why is it necessary that the government incentives it through taxes more children I uh, you know I don't know Lindsay is this is why do you think that uh, you know, what do you think about Hungarian pro-child policies? I, I think that pro- they're inappropriate for U.S. because the way the U.S. is our history and the level of cults that we have and the existing welfare fraud going on in Utah is a case study in why we should not do this. So Choose Baby Girl says, I just got here and I'm confused about what the subject is. I guess my stance is pro-choice, and up to 15, 16 weeks for any reason. After that, I don't agree with, but I'd also feel like I can tell somebody what to do. Also, jokingly, birth control should be in the water supply. <laughs> uh, I don't really agree with that either, because then somebody has to, to pay for it, and I don't want to pay for it. I don't really want to be birth controlled either without having a choice about it. Um, don't agree with government breeding programs. That's Lindsay. It says, I think it's fine for people to breed. A lot if they want to, and then Joe said Epstein had a young girl pregnancy farm, I believe, in Arizona. Wow, wow! I'd really like to know more about that, Joe, before we get out of here. let see if Joe Epstein. We had a he had a young girl farm, meaning like he had a place in Arizona where he was getting getting young girls, but I don't I don't think it was for breeding. I think it was so he could be disgusting. That's what I think. <laughs> Does anybody want to jump up here in the last five minutes and talk about any of this? Oh, thank God! Blotty!
1: How you How's doing, it Shayla?
0: Ugh, God, I was so lonely on this subject until you got here.
1: So, so what's up with this paleonatalism and, and uh, natalism in, in general?
0: Well, I mean... And, uh, the idea is that, you know, natalism is not bad at all. It's not bad, you know, if you want to have a big old family. The issue uh-huh. is when you're commissioning the government to pay people to make big families, I'm not going to agree to do that because, you know, people in the Republican movement have been screaming about, you know, the lower caste, you know, people in the projects breeding too much to to keep the the government income coming in. Like welfare okay. fraud, that was the whole uh, Reagan era.
1: Okay, Shayla, let me let me ask you this uh, because I kind of agree with you, but I also disagree. Let's well, that's why we're talking is. about it. We gotta talk it out.
0: We gotta get let's, get
1: let's, the. I, I want to use on. in comparison to us the country of Sweden. They have everything. They're heavily taxed, yeah. and most people that are professional do not make beyond. If I'm right, I might be wrong. Beyond fifty-five thousand dollars, but they have everything they need. That includes childcare. Mm-hmm. Paid for by the government through taxpayers, um, so they're heavily taxed. I'm assuming there's a kind of like a flat tax, but they're also an income tax. So they're taxing. So whatever you need, you're never poor. You're never down and out. You got a, a blanket of security, a net, right? So I'm yeah. assuming that if that is happening, but you cannot make more than fifty-five thousand for a worker. I'm not assuming. I'm not thinking this for a business person. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm thinking, <clears throat> then if the worker can only make as a profession, professional, only make up to fifty-five thousand in some profession, then that means, yeah, they they have everything. They can't complain, but at the same time, they feel like they they're paying for everybody else. Their income cannot go beyond fifty-five thousand, but they live well, and everybody lives well. They live well, okay. So they
0: yeah, they, they yeah. live all right. They're they're middle class, middle middle class.
1: Yeah. So it's it's across the spectrum. You know, and and it kind of falls into a little bit of socialism. You know, like Marx. Uh, you know, to 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 each of you know what what they could contribute. You know, and, and and work and all that. Okay, so you could have the measly career. You maybe you know you don't want a career. You just want to work at a retail store all your life. No problem. There's nothing wrong with that. You're a worker. So the the the, the government subsidizes whatever else you need, including housing or whatever. If that were the case here in America would that be a reason now for for having a new baby boom kind of like what happened you know it's you just not the
0: right time man i mean look at us we're in an inflationary cycle and we can't even get baby formula look at biden i mean there's a uh-huh. better time to demand women to you know to, to to breed i mean why don't we get the economy a little bit more fruitful right and, and let
1: me let me tell you something Sheila. um... I don't have any kids, okay? But I'm it's not okay. anti-kid. I I love kids. I don't judge and there's you. There's nothing wrong. I I I have a niece, a grandniece who just got because I'm I'm her granduncle. My niece, her mother just mm-hmm. uh, birthed her in February 2021. Okay. She was she was born in the midst of COVID. Okay. We, so she has been the darling of the family. We haven't had a baby maybe in maybe 10 years years ago. Mhm my my last nephew and he's he's a grand nephew too from another uh nephews from my my sister's side but my oldest sister linda her daughter birthed the last baby but she has been the most cutest beautiful little thing and everybody's all over her and i i i i don't know maybe it's because of me i don't have no kids but i felt like that with all my nephews i just love them they're 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 not a burden they're a welcome
0: well, I mean, Any- if you have a family that welcomes them, that's great. But there's a lot of dysfunctional weirdos out there that end up having kids. And I'm I'm sorry. The world is cruel and filled with strange people that are not as loving as your family is. Wait, 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 wait. Let right. me read some of these content, the comments here. It says, I need, I'm going back to this New Mexico. Apparently, um... The New Mexico crowd says that there was... Okay, Joe said and he says he was impregnating just of you, as you have been explaining. Ugh. I wonder if one of these women is out there that's like grown up out of this New Mexico farm. Um, there were women who were being impregnated, forcibly impregnated somehow by uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, to, to, to breed... Uh, and that's really weird, and I haven't really heard anything. There are reports on it. Hey, Joe, if you don't mind, man, can you put a link to that in the in the in the chat section because I've never heard this. I really need to see some reporting on it. Thank you so much. Um, so I mean it's been corroborated by Lindsay, who has a program on the network, um, which is critical thinking. And um, so Elon could have thousands of kids. Imagine the number of women who would take his sperm. And, of course, I had wrote a blog about this. It's like, okay, if you want to do this in bulk, if you want to do this at scale, what you do is you pay, get out that black Amex, Elon Musk, and you just start renting wombs, okay?
1: (laughs) Well, well, remember, Sheila, he did say uh, he wants to populate Mars. It doesn't have any people and the guy tends uh, to be very extremely by the way he talks he is a pro-life he is extremely sexual oh and he God. doesn't give a damn because he has all the money in the world to pay i think that he's shit. part
0: reptile that's what i think he is
1: it's possible <laughs> and but i don't mind someone like elon Musk. we got to breed some more intellectuals like that I you see think, that is the know. right kind of person you want the kind of person you don't want is jeffrey Epstein type those uh, eugenically yeah. need to be weeded out of the gene pool but we do need good people like like Elon Musk I know he's not perfect I know he's not he's the greatest, definitely not but, perfect, but you know what well, I'm, I'm looking at his intellect I appreciate the guy I'm not anti-Musk no no, no 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 I mean we're not up.
0: anti-Musk either but you know he's an unusual you know? he's a rare I'll be honest I, that... I'm also
1: going to be for let's breed more Einstein let's breed, breed more Nikola Tesla that's the kind of people we want we need to move forward you know <laughs> whatever <laughs> so Lindsay like,
0: says people can be paid to carry your child that's a free market thing it really is it really is. That's why I wrote my, my, it's uh, called surrogacy. Stack on it.
1: surrogacy. You know?
0: <laughs> so to do this at scale, because he's, he's a, he's a free market guy. I'm a free market person. So I said, you know, I just got busted out by libertarian calculator. I was like, well, you know what? You know, there's a lot of stock. There's a lot of eggs out there. There's a lot of sperm out there. If you really wanted to do this and get your Martian population, you just need to, you just need to coordinate a little better and get your, uh, Get your uh, baby form going.
1: Hey, or, or or, I think that was that actress that just came out. She's a black actress. Very nice-looking lady. I guess she's hitting 39, 40. And she said that, they, that she's going to do the IVF, in vitro fertilization.
0: Sure, yeah. So, so I'm assuming Lots of I'm not,
1: there's nothing wrong with that. And she has no partner, but she wants to be a mom. And if she's able to get it, why not, you know? To each their own, to power to her. Bring yeah, but, life. you know...
0: If she was a woman who was married to a guy who was in an ideology, and this is what we're really talking about, Blotty, the Quiverful Movement, okay? This is a cult that wants to bankroll packs to produce natalist policy, okay? And this is a no go. I, I don't want these guys coercing unwilling women, and, you know, based on their own horrible practices. They do statutory rape. There's incest that they can commit. Welfare fraud. All of it. All of it goes on with these yeah. weird, quiverful, yeah. you know, cult members. Yeah. And so we're at eight twenty now. Um, I gotta hang up this this uh this yeah. this mic, but I'll, guys. I'll, I really I'll, appreciate everybody coming say, in. Look, do you want? What's your last? Yeah, let,
1: let me finish it. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I agree with a lot of what you are saying. But I also believe this should be a policy to not allow some of those to breed. I know you, we talked about eugenicism, but you know what? There's just some people, like you mentioned, those weirdos. They don't need to reproduce. Well, they, they are. To, That's what
0: I'm saying. they they and they're they're not just reproducing. They're reproducing and they want to force women who have that that don't identify with their faith. That don't identify with their ideology, that have no connection with them whatsoever. They've never met them. They've never been in the same room with them. Nothing. There's just zero connection. They want to force women who are not their wives or their family members to breed, and and that's what is really edging me down. Those people need to be pushed aside. And there needs to be a line drawn that's really strong.
1: Castrated, castrated. Not Make sure castrated. They I'm saying,
0: break. I'm saying that those people need to be cast out by the pro-life movement because they are, they're, they're, they're putting them in a bad position morally. They're gonna lose yeah. their moral, moral high ground. So with that, I'm just gonna wrap it, guys. Thank you it? for indulging me yeah, on this t- one. You're talking to you. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. This has been the unsanctioned citizen. Come by tomorrow night between seven and eight.
1: Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access unsanctioned citizen podcast archives at Substack, Automatic, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Call-In. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMDean.com.